Hello and welcome to the Truth Labyrinth Podcast. I am your host, J.R. Everhart. Some call me minister, others call me pastor, most call me friend. Uh, we are in, just to kind of timestamp this, I think I think we're in about, I don't know, 15 days close to it of quarantine from the coronavirus pandemic that's going on. Uh, it's, uh, April 4th, I believe, 2020. Um, so today what we want to talk about is something that will kind of help us as we walk through this craziness of the pandemic. And that is resilience. You know, resilience is a, uh, is, is a big thing that we all need to be keeping in perspective in our life. As Americans, we are very resilient people. We have a long, healthy history of being very resilient people. <clears throat> um, and resilient people tend to be, you know, confident, empowered, optimistic, flexible, insightful. Um, they have perseverance, determination, perspective, and uh, typically have a fairly decent handle on self-control. Um, so I want to kind of just go through each one of those in this podcast and talk about um, how we are those things, you know, and how we need to, uh, stay within a reality-based mindset instead of an emotional one. Because if you're watching the news 24-7, the way they're spinning this thing, and you're on social media, listening to all the conspiracy theorists, you know, tell us that the sky is falling, the sky is falling, uh, that is going to ignite an enormous amount of anxiety in your life. Um, I just got off the phone with a buddy of mine who, like myself, struggles with a lot of anxiety and, and panic disorder and stuff like that. And uh, this is kind of coming from some of that conversation and, and um, you know, just some things that have been on my heart here lately. Um, so what is it to, to, to be all these things that resilient people are? You know, what is it to be confident? Confident, where do we get our confidence from? We get our confidence out of knowing who we really are in Christ, you know, and understanding our environment in a real way. You know, that gives us confidence in, in you know, what's going on around us. Um, and, you know, the building blocks of that, you come from facts, you know, not theory. Let's make sure that we, you know, establish that. <clears throat> uh, empowered. You know, uh, we feel empowered when we feel like we have some kind of control over situations. And we're in a situation right now where we don't have a lot of control over this. So how can we feel empowered? Well, we feel empowered by our relationship with Christ. Because the Bible tells us we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. You know, that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. That includes a pandemic. You know, um, that we are empowered uh, from on high, you know, when the Holy Spirit comes to, you know, dwell in us. Optimistic. Optimistic is just a conscious choice that you're not going to live in negativity. You know, that you're optimistic about what the outcome is going to be here. We are going to get through this. We are going to, you know, be victorious in all this. It may take a while and we may have to stumble our way through it, but we need to remind ourselves that our country has been through many, many other things very similar to this, and we've always been able to keep moving on. You know, this is not the end of the world. Flexible. 
Flexible means that we're just trying to go with the flow. I, I like how my, one of my favorite examples of flexibility is the Marine Corps' motto of adapt and overcome. You know, I love that. You know, you adapt to the circumstances that life throws at you. Many times, life throws stuff at you that's completely out of our control. It's by no fault of our own that most of us are sitting at home right now, not pulling a paycheck. You know, the government's doing everything to do to try to help us out. And yes, there's going to be suffering involved in this to some degree, but we are going to make it through. And the suffering is going to pale in comparison to what we will have on the other side of this. So being flexible means just kind of going with the flow and just being, you know, uh, someone who's not knocked off his, you know, knocked off his horse just because things got a little difficult. Uh, insightful. Insightful is, is just about being informed, you know, uh, being informed in, in who we are and how God sees us, being informed as to the precautions we need to take in our life. Right now we're on a uh, mandatory voluntary uh, shelter in place order where we're all just being told to stay home, you know, and, and not go out unless we absolutely have to. Um you know, and I think we need to follow those things. Wash our hands, take a bath every day, you know, try to be conscious of not touching our face, you know, things like that. Those are all things that, that when you practice those things, you're really practicing wisdom because you're being insightful of what's going on around you. Um, perseverance. America has an enormous track record of perseverance. We have really been through some tough stuff in this country. I just watched a Ken Burns um documentary the other day, which I am a big fan of Ken Burns. I love all his work, um, about the Dust Bowl out in the, uh, you know, the uh, Midwest, <clears throat> you know, uh, where the plains are and just the, I mean, them guys went through 10 years of drought and, you know, sandstorms, dust storms that was literally killing livestock and killing their children. Um, and when you start comparing where we are now with the C-19 thing compared to that, or even if you want to go back to Spanish flu in 1918, you know, where people were dying. And there was they didn't have the technology and the medical advancements we have now. I mean, they were pretty much just setting ducks, you know, for that thing. Um, but we still persevered. We still made it through all that stuff. There's still, you know, we've been through two world wars and Vietnam and Korea and, and, and the Middle East and Desert Storm and, you know, all this. I mean, we have really, really been through some stuff, you know, just, you know, a little over a decade ago, you know, we had a major attack on, you know, our homeland with 9-11, you know, and we persevered through that. New York City is taking a pounding right now, um, being, you know, the epicenter of, or ground zero once again, you know, for uh, some horrible tragedy that is happening. They were also ground zero during 9-11. And then people were able to, to pull up their bootstraps, help each other out, and, you know, get with it. Um, and that's what we will do moving forward. You know, we are going to be okay. Determination. Determination and perseverance go hand in hand. Determination is the fuel that powers perseverance, you know, it's that, that mindset that we're not going to give up no matter what, you know, that we're going to push through perspective, perspective in, in insight kind of go hand in hand perspective on the situation. Like, you know, Hey, I, I've got food in the refrigerator, 
you know, the power is still on and, you know, the internet's working and, you know, most of us, are, you know, are really able to have a, a very, a very blessed level of comfort in our life, even having to be quarantined at home. Um, we can go out and walk around the yard. We can, you know, we can go to the grocery store if need be or whatever, um, and all that kind of jazz. But, you know, guys, perspective is everything. And I think in this day and age, perspective is, is the thing that the enemy wars most against. Because if you can change your perspective on anything, you'll put your faith behind whatever you, you're focused on, uh, whatever is hidden in your heart. The Bible says uh, the, uh, the abundance of the mouth or the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So what you're feeding your heart and what you're feeding your mind is what's going to come out of your mouth. So it's very important that we keep perspective in all this. God is still on the throne. God is has not abandoned us. You never mistake God's silence for absence if you're in a situation where you're going through a season uh, where God's just kind of you know letting you walk by faith. You know, he's always doing things behind the scenes. His word is still true. He's still preparing today to bless you tomorrow. You know, he was able to protect, you know, the Jewish people when the 10 plagues of Egypt was coming down. There was over a million Jews in Egypt when all that stuff happened. And he was able to protect his people in the midst of, you know, the storm. And he'll be able to protect us in the midst of this. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You know, we will, we will persevere, but having correct perspective, uh, goes a long way in, uh, reducing the amount of stress and anxiety we feel in times like this. Uh, and then self-control, you know, self-control is just taking an inventory of what's going on in your life and weighing out the things that are healthy and getting rid of the things that are unhealthy for us. Um, you know, then that comes down to, you know, obeying the rules that are in place right now that comes down to you know um you know things spiritually not to allow ourselves to uh take this idle time and this idle you know uh mode that we're in to fall back into bad habits and things like that uh, stay busy to the best of our ability uh i always recommend journaling is always a good way to stay busy um you know, you, I know a lot of people are like, there's only so much of the house you can clean, you know, to stay busy at home. If you're stuck in an apartment or in a townhouse, you know, reading and writing always goes a long way, you know. And uh, this is a great opportunity to get into the Bible and to get into the Word and to, you know, set and podcast even. You know, just kick back and listen to podcasts like this. Listen to right now. I am listening to... Oh, dear Lord, I think it's Your Move by Andy Stanley, Matt Chandler from the Village Church. Those are kind of my go-to stuff. Um, I think some Tony Evans is in there, uh, podcasting some uh, Raji Jack- uh, Zacharias. And I really love his his teaching and the things that he does. Uh, and I'm sure I'm forgetting some other stuff. But, you know, that stuff that, that's will easily keep you occupied and keep your mind and you're feeding yourself healthy stuff, you know, instead of sitting and watching the news and feeding yourself the, the fear agenda of the news media. Um, let's see. Resilient people also have a healthy view of themselves based on reality, not emotion. 
being in a reality-based mindset, not an emotional one, is critical in times like this. Very, very critical. Because if you sit and watch the news or you sit and you know, listen to the conspiracy theories on Facebook and stuff like that, it is going to take you to an emotional state of, of fear and anxiety and worry, uh, doubt, you know, things like that. Man, put that stuff aside. The Bible says take every thought captive that comes into your mind. That means imprison that thought and weigh it against what the Bible has to say about you. And then cast down every thought and imagination that exalts itself above the knowledge of God. The knowledge of God is his word and what he has to say about you, his promises to you. You know, uh, my family has been reading Psalms 91 almost every day. You know, that is a a whole list of promises about how God's going to protect us in times like this. You know, um, those are the things that will keep us in a reality-based mindset where we got proper perspective of things and we're not being controlled by fear. Super, super huge, important stuff, guys, you know, and will help make this this time of quarantine, this time of uh, shelter in place a whole lot easier to deal with. You know, um, there's tons of stuff. I know uh, on TV, there's an app called Pluto that's free that you can download, and there's two or three Christian channels on there. You can get on there and you can watch sermons or you can watch, get some praise and worship going on in the house and, you know, spend some time with the kids. And, you know, I highly recommend if you got, you know, kids that are eight to 15 years old, that's a great age to really be telling them about what's going on in your life. You know, many, many times as parents, we don't take the time to let our kids into our world. All they see is how we live our life out from day to day. They don't know the thought process that goes behind why you are the parent that you are. And the Bible says that we will overcome the the world through the word of our testimony and the blood of the Lamb. We need to be sharing our testimony and the blood of the Lamb with our children and raising them in that idea that it's okay to sit around and talk about your feelings. It's okay to sit around and talk about the mistakes you've made and the redeeming power and forgiveness that we have in Christ's blood. Um, This is a great opportunity to do that. Some of my fondest memories with my father um, was when I was in my early 20s and him and I just kind of sitting in the shop and him telling me about his life, you know, all kinds of stuff. You know, here's a man that I grew up with and spent 20 couple years of my life with, and I'm sitting there in complete amazement over the things that he's done in his life and the things that he's been through and how he grew up and, you know, what the culture was like. He was born in 1935, so, you know, he came in on the tail end of the Great Depression. He remembers what those days were like, you know. Uh, He remembers when you couldn't buy a job, you know, and things like that. Um, And his lifestyle, we went from, you know, Model T Fords up to, you know, the space shuttle. So those were always interesting conversations. I I cherish that. I will always cherish that. that My father has gone on to be with the Lord now. And when I think back about good times that him and I had together, that was some of the best by far, you know, Uh, were, were times when... He was just kind of sharing his life with me and and sharing, you know, how he overcame this struggle or overcame that struggle in his walk with God. Um, It's our responsibility as parents to disciple our children, raise them in the way they should go so they will never depart from it. Part of that is just being fully human in front of them. 
they already know most of your junk because they're your kids and they see the worst of you from time to time. Take the time to share with them how you can be a flawed person and still be victorious in Christ Jesus. Use this time to, to build your family up. You know, not let everybody get on everybody's nerves and tear your family down. You know, I hear a lot of people online talking about there's going to be a whole lot of babies born in nine months because everybody's stuck inside. And, you know, married people going to be married people in the bedroom. Um, and that there's going to be also be a lot of divorce because a lot of people who, a lot of, you know, marriages that are, you know, kind of on fragile ground to begin with, but are very much distracted with their independent careers and the kids and all that kind of stuff and everything. Now all that's kind of been stripped away and uh, you're kind of left with who you are and, and with all your problems right there in your face. Um, well, here's a great opportunity to make the most of that. Here's a great opportunity to work through all that kind of stuff. Um, there's a podcast, a marriage counseling podcast I listen to today that is great. It's called the, uh, the naked marriage podcast, you know, um, sit down with your wife with a set of, you know, earbuds, you know, and, and share a podcast together or go in the bedroom, uh, and share a podcast together where you can get really honest with each other and you can start working through, you know, what's going to be the solutions of the issues that you have. This is, a, this is an enormous opportunity. Again, this comes back to perspective, guys. Being when's the last time you were able to spend this much time with your family? You know, use this to your advantage. Take what was meant for evil and use it for good. God is always trying to pull purpose out of everything that happens in our life, including the pandemic. You know, someone had mentioned something yesterday on Facebook at a buddy of mine, you know, uh, post a meme about how, you know, God is enough. And uh, somebody had commented, well, you know, can you tell God to stop all this? You know, God is not the author of disease, okay? That don't come from the throne room, you know? And people in times like this, a lot of times want to blame God for what's going on. And the enemy's really good at laying the groundwork for that because he loves it when you blame God for the things he's doing. Um, God is not the author of this. God did not create coronavirus. Coronavirus, in my opinion, was probably created in a lab somewhere. But if it did jump up off of the animal kingdom, that's all part of the fallen world that we live in. You know, this was not God's original plan. His original plan is what Eden looked like, you know, before sin entered the world. That was his original plan. We were the ones that couldn't follow the simplest of rules and listen to the lies of the enemy and allowed him to rob us of the beauty that was a perfect world that we lived in. Now, Christ came along and restored us, you know, to right standing before God through his sacrifice of Calvary, but it did not change the curse that is on this world. Uh, I think it's in Psalms that it says that all of creation cries out for the lifting of the curse and the return of Jesus Christ. Um you know, so that kind of is what it is, guys. You know what I mean? Um, you know, God ha is is sitting right next to you while you suffer through these things, and it breaks his heart just as much as it breaks our heart to see people suffer. And he's trying to do everything he can do to pull purpose out of this. 
you know, but this is just part of the world that we live in. This is part of living in a fallen nature, living in a fallen world. Uh, it won't always be this way. We're in a temporary state. Christ will return and will reestablish, you know, things as they need to be here on earth. Um, but until then, we need to be resilient. We need to be resilient. Guys, that's my message for today. I'm not going to go super long today or anything like that. I just wanted to uh, take some time to, you know, encourage you and give you some hope and some perspective on, you know, how we should be walking this out. Um, everything's going to be okay. It really is. Everything's going to be okay. If you would, would you please subscribe to my podcast and leave me a review? Uh, five stars and a nice little paragraph about how this is blessing you would be awesome. Also, if you have a question you would like to ask me, feel free to leave that in your written review, or you can, um, send me a message on Facebook. There's a truth labyrinth Facebook page. There's a truth labyrinth Instagram, uh, profile. You can leave me questions on any one of them. If you want to send me a direct message or a private message, I'm always open to that. I love answering people's questions. I love talking about uh, the Lord and self-development. So uh, don't hesitate to do that. So I pray that you have an amazing week and a wonderful weekend in Jesus' name.